0: Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley.
1: It is Matt Mosley. It's Friday. And uh, Friday afternoon, holiday weekend, heading into the 4th. I would think that hopefully most of you not working Monday and Tuesday. Some of you have uh, taken off a little early today. Aaron, maybe go stroll the halls of Eminem Broadcasting. of see how <laughs> things look Friday afternoon before the 4th of July. This is an interesting one when it's on a Tuesday. What do you do? Do you take a a Friday maybe? Take the two days and then take two more days? Take the weekend the two days, and turn it into an impromptu four- or five-day type deal? I think the answer is probably that half of America has chosen to do that. Now, Aaron, you and I were offered that, and we said, heck no, we won't go, and uh, we will be working Monday, all right? And uh, we just took a stand, all right, because it just, uh, you know, if there basically, if anybody has to work Monday, we we want to be there with you and show solidarity. So, uh, sound off if you are working on Monday on the text line. We'd like to uh, we'd like to join you in in uh, in what you're up to. Now, Aaron, I'm curious have 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 folks started to like make their way into the our our studios today? Yes, for the big announcement. Okay, okay, I didn't know. Uh, You know, the great Ward White had business across town today. He was looking at one of our future sets uh, and uh, taking a peek at things. And so it sounds like Ward has been able to double back and make it back. So uh, a very exciting show today. We got Rangers baseball later tonight. Uh, Astros and Rangers get it on. We had a big announcement. Baylor has hired. An assistant golf co- coach, and that's uh, Jeremy Alcorn, and man, was he a great player. And uh, I, Aaron, in fact, I just am sending you, emailing you now, uh, Matt Roberts, who's putting in a great Friday. Matt tracked down Jeremy for us, and um, Aaron, that what I just sent you via email is that's Jeremy Alcorn. Look at him, man. That's a, that's a fresh face. He's been at NC State. As an assistant, he's coming back to Baylor, where he is a legend. He's a Baylor Hall of Famer, and he's coming back to take over the golf program at Baylor. Four twenty, Aaron. It's uh, notify everybody. It's going to be some. It's going to be a tearjerker. And I'm not talking about one of Stephanie's. Stephanie sometimes comes up with some stuff that really, I mean, makes you think. Oh man, should we do be doing more in life? Stephanie challenges us on a daily basis in Stephanie's Sports Corner. Aaron, at 420, a longtime member of our show, our re- recruiting coordinator is saying some goodbyes at 420. That would be Kevin Longquist. Aaron, are you prepared for that? I mean, do you have any music we could play, like Boys to Men? It's so I can hard find some. <laughs> to say goodbye. To yesterday. All right. Um Aaron, I like didn't you like it when they used to go? Now I probably Boys to Men did not have to go falsetto like I had to. But that was a very poignant touching or we could do um Sarah, what's her name, Aaron? Sarah McLaughlin. Remember her? Yeah, the I will remember. The late night commercial you. song. I will remember me. Yeah, that's good. Sarah, we might get a little Sarah going, but I just feel like we need to have something. Aaron Ward might have some ideas. While you were playing poker, Ward was like, I never knew Ward was a DJ. I mean, it was like every great 80s song, every great band, MTV days, Ward just like, yeah, yeah, I got that, I got that. Rat, we were playing Rat. Uh, So it was a pretty... Amazing deal. Now four oh eight. We'll have Stephanie Sports Corner special announcement to do today. We'll kind of let Stephanie do the honors. I mean, Stephanie is someone who just she just. I mean, she doesn't really settle in anywhere. She just decides. You know what? I like that Mosley show, but I, I may, I may need to be featured even more. And I think that's what we'll that's what we'll address here in just a uh, a couple minutes. Eric, I mean, is. Is there anybody in there that's like a buddy of mine that has a strong connection to Stephanie? Yes. Is, is he? Oh,
2: nice. There's lots of people in the studio right now. You're kidding. Full what about off. the
1: uh, What about the owner of Eminem Broadcast? He is not. Has he? Yeah.
2: I saw
3: him earlier. Um,
1: but not right now. What about the What about the great salesman Terry Tacker? Has he Has he dropped by?
2: I Also saw him earlier, but he is not. Okay. Okay.
1: But I tell you where we will be monitoring his his uh, comings and goings in the com in the next few days. All right. Um trying to oh, Aaron, there's just a few things going on um before we get into it. One is this Kyrie Irving deal. I mean, he's trying to make a play and trying to act like he might go somewhere else. Oh, it may go to the Clippers, oh, it may go here, it may go there. He's not going anywhere. Now I'm not that dead set on him coming back. But there are no parameters. I mean, if he goes to one of these other places, he'll be going on like an extremely team-friendly deal. I would say he's the least team-friendly player I've come across in many, many years. Oh, and Aaron, if you want to look back at a Baylor great, right up on ESPN now, inside Matt Rule's plan to rebuild Nebraska. One baby shower and fullback camp at a time. Aaron, get you someone who loves you like Pete Damo loves Matt (laughs) Rule, which is funny because Pete Damo was the one out there saying Baylor was gonna hire. Who was that, Aaron? That guy used to be at Virginia Tech. Yeah, Justin uh, Fuentes or or Fuentes. He's out there, and boy, 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 he loves him some Matt Rule. Oh my goodness. So uh, check out that Matt Rule story on ESPN.com. Aaron, perhaps for a final time, you know
4: what time it is. It's time for Stephanie Sports Talk, sponsored by Advanced Leveling and Foundation Repair, Apperson Tractor, Europe Services, Mission Golf Cars, Myatt Fuels, Uncle Worm Smokehouse, and Texas Cuisine. Well... I mean, I knew this day would come because she
1: has a tendency to to leave us high and dry. But um <laughs> Stephanie Sports Corner, how are you today?
5: I'm good, Matt. How are you? Happy We're Friday. Okay. So Thank you. I have a Happy
1: Fourth bit- of July yes. weekend. All right. I know. I know. You guys all head on home and just enjoy yourself. We'll <laughs> see you back Wednesday. Uh,
5: yeah.
1: Right. Um I now this is pretty exciting.
5: It is. I'm excited.
1: This is, this is pretty exciting news. Now, um I I believe Ward White yes. is in studio. He is. Now, what about the this I mean, I'm kind of this this Mr. Carroll. Well, long time out. I'll let you kind of introduce you and Ward. Okay. Ward is Pod Ward up. I want to make sure okay. Ward
5: has Ward's ha- here. Ward. Say hello, Ward. Hello, Ward. Hello, hey. Lord. He's here. Well, let me just make is the Co- big, let me make the is big announcement. No, is Coco
1: here?
6: No, Coco is
5: not. She'd probably be barking. But I do have another guest that wants to talk to you before we get out of here. But
7: yeah, okay. the big
5: announcement is, Matt, as much as I have loved being on your show, starting Wednesday, July the 5th, a mm-hmm. new show, local show, will appear from 12 noon to 1 p.m. called The Press Box. With your great host Ward White and co-host John Carroll featuring Stephanie Sports Corner. So it's a big move, and we are excited and I'm going to miss you extremely, Matt, but I mm-hmm.
1: really
2: I didn't leave the show really fast really. enough.
5: Oh <laughs> no, <not> no really. <laughs> it's been fun. but Ward's in here with me, and I'll let Ward talk a little bit about the show. And then I have a guest in the studio. Who just loves you to death and just wants to have a little talk with you. But Ward, go ahead. Tell us about the show real quick.
6: I think you did.
5: Okay, well, I mean, <laughs> tell us, like, uh, what will you be talking about? <laughs>
6: um, daily events.
5: Okay. Daily events. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, my kind of events or your kind of events?
6: Well, I don't know. It just seems <laughs> where it goes
5: football basketball
6: i think we'll have some of that yeah.
5: camel racing
6: <laughs> unfortunately
8: yes
5: <laughs> everybody loves camel racing i don't know if matt likes it yet but i do think we still need to take a trip and we all try camel racing i'm for I that like
1: camel racing but I, mean, I like doing those stories on hump day <laughs> <laughs> okay now so, yes. uh, i am curious um so let just to get the logistics of this right um Ward and Stephanie, this is happening starting Wednesday. Yes, sir. And and this will be, uh, Ward. For people that are like new to the area, there's going to be a long time newsman and mm-hmm. anchor. People have know this guy's face, and they'll certainly recognize his voice. John Carroll. I mean, this is a kind of a big time. I believe it's KWTX. That's right. Um, Ward, is this some? Um, I mean, did you have? Do you remember? Like, have you have you gotten to spend a little time with John? Have y'all been planning this out? And then, just so I have this right, this is noon on Wednesday, and then every day after that for an hour per day, uh, one, a one hour program from twelve to one. Is that correct?
6: That is correct. You hit the nail on the head. John Carroll's All been right. in the Waco area for a long time. Uh, he actually did news right here on KZRI for uh, for a few years as well. So. He's kind of double-dipped in both radio and the television side of it. And and I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun to have a familiar voice along with me uh, from noon to 1, Monday through Friday. Kind of get the sports day started here on ESPN Central Texas.
5: You like how he said familiar voice? Like, what's wrong with my voice? <laughs> well, we don't I'm we don't kidding. have time to get into that right now. <laughs> I'm Just kidding. You but
1: have a very familiar voice. I do. And, I do. Uh, and Stephanie, we will miss you. That's uh, been fun. People have enjoyed it. And um Thank you. I, I'm afraid I had planned on having no sponsors. Now, Stephanie, I didn't I – nobody's even broken the news to you. Those sponsors are staying on my show, uh, they've all no, said. no, 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 and no, they're not. I don't not, think, so. Uh-huh. I don't think fact, so. I've been back there on that board <laughs>
9: making some transfers.
5: You're in timeout, Matthew. You're in timeout. <laughs>
9: <laughs> uh, i
5: like, Oh, what? that's awesome. Yeah, no, it's not. Yes, so. it no, you can keep your sponsors. I will keep mine. In fact, I have some new sponsors by the way, but y'all can listen in on Wednesday. Oh <laughs> man. But uh yeah, no, I'll be I'll miss the the relationship that we have, Matt, and I'm sorry that I have to break up, but how to break <laughs> it up. The the, band's got to split, babe. The band's got to split.
1: (laughs) I don't anticipate our relationship changing a lot. Oh, no, we're still friends, but speaking of
5: friends, I do have a special guest in here. And, uh, you know, he he just wanted to, to say a few things to you. So please welcome into the show, Stephanie Sports Corner, my significant other,
1: Scott. Hey, Matt, how are you today? Hey, Scott, man, I mean, they got you involved in this thing. Now, let me make sure. Are you going to be involved 12 to 1 daily? Have uh, they gotten you? I mean, are, are, I guess you're going to be available if they need you, I'll be right? available if they need me. I'll be at their beck and call. Man. Now, Scott, will you still <laughs> remain true to the uh, the Mosley Show? And who knows? We may have news on our show soon. But in that four to six range, will you still, or is all your devotion going to that twelve to one? I mean, well, I tell you,
9: yeah, you're almost my favorite radio personality. So I do have an alarm set in my phone that lets me know your show's coming up. So I'll still be listening to you, and yeah, I really appreciate your show. And I kind of like the way you just veer off course and go on a tangent sometimes, and (laughs) (laughs) and somebody grabs the wheel, and you're just right back where you're supposed to be. So I enjoy that aspect of your show.
1: Yeah. I don't know if Aaron enjoys that aspect of it as <laughs> much as I saw.
5: So I, so Scott and I were talking yesterday, and we were talking with Ward as well, and so we thought that maybe y'all could go to Tarleton, no TCU, and do a tailgate, PCU. have a tailgate party there. You,
9: you know, I thought about this, Matt. So I, you know, I know you're athletic and you play tennis, and uh, yeah, I, I don't play tennis. But I was thinking about things that I'm good at, and, and I'm really good at taking Jello shots. So <laughs> this is what I thought: I thought that uh, we could go to a TCU Baylor game, and uh, we could walk around and see if we could get involved in a Jello shot competition.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. He uh, says the, the, the Jello shot. I, I like the idea. Well, LSU showed. They own the world in Jell-O shots, 66,000 Jello shots at $5 a pop. Now, Scott, I'll tell you, there's one of those places, downtown Waco, where they have, I walked by one night, and, and I noticed they had $1 pickle shots.
7: Ew. Still
1: pickle. Ew. Yeah. Now, I'm a huge pickle guy. But I'm not a shot guy and I'm not a jello, other than like when I'm sick in the hospital, I'll <laughs> eat a little jello. I don't do it by choice. But uh, Ward has been involved in the bar and grill business and knows how to do. Uh, I don't even, wouldn't even know how to put it in there. You know, like pour the jello or, or monitor it or know how much to put in it. But uh, I'll tell you what, Scott, if you want to do that, go up to TCU now. We'll do it if TCU comes to us. I've sworn off. I will never go back to that stadium. Well, that's fair. Under any circumstances, okay? That's I, I fair. I, I don't. I don't dislike TCU people. I mean, I, I dislike some of them. I got a lot of great friends though. <laughs> well, that's but very. That's very had, hostile territory. I've had, <laughs> I've had bad experiences there at um, at Amon Carter, mostly just because we lose uh, quite a bit there. <laughs> but just, I just don't go. And then that last time, it was about. Six degrees. Oh, it was a beautiful. And they played Texas Air Force, game. yeah, and and that was and they didn't even show up. They just say, "Oh, Air Force, how are y'all doing? Well, y'all have fun time out here. We're just going to kind of show up and let people see our uniforms and collect our checks. Okay, it was not much of a per- 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 performance from the Bears. <laughs> I've already got my Jello shot here. Oh yeah, uh, guess. What? Yeah. Whoa, whoa. All right. Don't. How much coffee don't. have you been drinking? <laughs> I know I do hit the coffee pretty hard, but well, I hit those peas. pretty Matt, hard. I'll
9: tell you, if we if we get serious about this, so there is a little yeah. bit of a train up. If you're, if you're going to win or be a serious competitor in a Jello shot competition. You need to start your diet about a week out. And uh, I don't really know how you diet to play tennis, but when you're going into a jello shot competition, you need to eat nothing but red meat for five straight days. I mean, so much red meat that you literally are sweating before you get to the competition. If you can do that, we're going to be fine. <laughs>
3: oh my goodness.
1: Man, I don't know. Scott, I'm. Stephanie, if you had brought Scott onto this show earlier, you might not be leaving
5: us. This is really. (laughs) No, that is not right. That is not right.
1: Enjoyed the heck out of this.
5: Scott, go. Go wait in my office. (laughs) (laughs) Back to my renaissance.
1: (laughs) We're
2: just going to make a trade then?
1: No, Aaron. Scott er- is at four oh eight every day. Yeah, there you go. That's all okay, right. He well, can have Scott, it. thank you, Stephanie. We have enjoyed it. I've we enjoyed were sort it. Of, yeah, you just I've kind of it. we were your holding spot until yeah. you found until- your true destination, and uh, <laughs> and now the press box. I like that. At noon on a daily basis, starting Monday the fifth, right after uh, Wednesday, 4th of July. Uh Wednesday and uh John Carroll, known newsman, Ward White's former coach, turned broadcasting legend, and Stephanie (laughs) broadcasting legend salesperson. (laughs) Kind of we're waiting to see what she becomes. But uh but thank you guys. Thank thank you, you, Scott, for stopping by today. Appreciate all you guys. All right, Ward. It's just you and
5: I. Thanks, Matt. We'll miss you. I'll miss you.
1: Okay. Best of luck. There they go. Press box. Monday through Friday uh, at noon, noon to one, and that will give Ward White every single day. He's back on the air. You've heard him for years, his play-by-play work, and he'll be doing his daily radio show, 12 to one, John Carroll and, of course, Stephanie. All right, it's the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We have to say goodbye to somebody else, and we'll do it next.
3: Right, both day and night. Average your car in Texas. Trucks built for
0: you, red, or white, and blue.
3: Average your car in
0: Texas. Cars that zoom with lots of.
8: The Real Texas Gun Show is
10: Saturday, July 1st and Sunday, July 2nd at Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show proud to be the place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell and trade firearms at the show. Vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The variety at the show is extensive and oftentimes if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll find hunting gear, collectibles, lots of ammo and so much more. Head on down to The Real Texas Gun Show, July 1st, 9 to 5. July 2nd from 10 to 4 at the Bell County Expo Center.
0: I will
9: remember you. Will you remember
0: me? I've you by. Mm,
6: mm,
1: mm, mm. Weep not for oh. home. Memories. Well, there it is, folks. I mean, Sarah, she did it well back in the day and uh, brought tears to our eyes, and some announcements going out there today. Kevin Longquist, and uh, returning to the Matt Mosley Show. Kevin, I you know, I, I think about all those uh, all those players you've seen. They decommit, oh, yeah. or they commit, and then I like that you put. In fact, I've been thinking about, I didn't know which one to do it, to the, which one of your accounts. I think I'll do it to Sickum Sports. I've been yeah, thinking about I'm going to do it to that one. I was going to retweet it and say a couple things about you. Of course, nice things. But um, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've been great to us. Of course, we've paid you heavily, so I think it's a very fair. Oh, yeah. Uh,
11: I'm still waiting for that check in the mail, but don't worry about that. So
1: Yeah. Well, Kevin, this is, uh, this is a tough day. I mean, we're still going to stay in touch with you, and we reserve oh, yeah. the right to get your opinion on different things. But – I mean, you wrote a goodbye note to the Baylor community, the rivals. Um, yeah, and I mean, I, I somehow you got you you managed to mention the transfiguration. By the way, I still don't even know how to. I still don't even know how to do this thing you did. Like take a picture of a note or something. What did you do? Write this out on like an
11: iPad, and then you took a picture of it or something. Okay, so here's what happened with that. So for those who don't know, I uh, informed everyone uh, within the Baylor community that I'm ending my run as publisher of the Baylor Rival site, Sick and Sports, effective today. Um, I had actually given Rivals notice back in January that I was done. I had been covering Baylor since 2013, or excuse me, 2010, the last uh, 10 as the publisher of the site. And um, now to answer your question about the... uh, the photo, okay, so on the uh, iPad, the uh, the uh, the app where you can have, like, the notes or whatever, so I wrote the note that way, Yeah. Okay, and then I yeah. screened it up, and then all that good stuff, and I was able to, you know, condense the uh, copy to a singular font or whatever. Nice. But missing one step, and thank God for kids who can help you, because my Crimson Tide Kylie, who had just graduated, helped me with this one step so that it could absolutely, so it could transform, so that it could be writ- legible for yeah. everything, and I could make the tweets. So once... I got that one. Step. I had it all cleared except for this one step, and I said, "Help me, Kylie, with this one thing." Yeah, and she did. Good for you. And so that was all good to go. And then, you know, I I couldn't say anything, of course, Matt, and because of contractual obligations, until about noon today on Friday, that I was stepping down. But of course, obviously, as I just mentioned, uh, this had been ongoing for the last six months. And I, you know, and, and I felt like back at the time when I did this, there were two things that were going on here. Really, it was it was toward the end of the 2022 football season. Where I could feel the energy and just the day-to-day grind of the site wear on me, and I'm just, and I'm at an age now, Matt. You know, you and I are roughly the same age. I think you're a couple of years my junior on this, but I, yeah, I could just feel like the yeah. don't start that, or I'm going <laughs> to hang up now. And so, <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, I had just reached a point where I was just kind of like, I think it's time. You know, yeah. it really is. And and as far as the recruiting is concerned, Matt, you know. When you and I were back at the Arlington Morning News days, when I was doing the Rangers, what was I doing in the offseason? I was covering recruiting at that time. And, of course, it was a different animal back then because at the time, recruiting was that kids were committing when they were taking official visits in January, okay? Yeah. So it was a little bit more of a cut-and-dry situation. Now, as things have evolved and timelines have changed and that sort of thing, it's a 365-day event. But the bottom line, Matt, is that this has been going on for 27 years between one of my early days with the Star-Telegram and, of course, moving over to the Arlington Morning News and then the Dallas Morning News. And then when I came over to work with Todd Wills in 2010 and then took over the site for Todd in 2013. Yeah. And when you're a single-man shop, if like I was for the most part, and Stephen Cook, my photographer, a brilliant photographer, uh, you know, without him on the technical side with that and the podcast. I like I that think guy. This thing, yeah, Stephen's a great, great guy. I mean, I couldn't have had a better partner with this on that side of things and that sort of thing. And, and I, I want to let Stephen know, you know, Stephen is, is he's like he's like a, he's like an older, older brother to me, if you will. But my point is, is that I uh, I wanted to uh, I just felt like I don't need to be doing this anymore. My girls have just graduated from college You know, my oldest, Kathleen, graduated from Arkansas with her master's and is in teaching. She just got started last year. My youngest, Kylie, as I mentioned, graduated from Alabama in May, and she just got out, and she's got a teaching job set up to go here in DFW. And I wanted to do that, and I just felt – and more importantly, my wife, she and I are going on 28 years in August. Yeah. And and as you know, Matt, when I was covering the Rangers at night uh, throughout the course of a baseball season – a lot of times that she she was by herself, and I just felt like this was the right time. I mean, when Kylie graduated in May, you know, I I, I renewed for three years back in 2020, and I thought when Kylie is on course to graduate in 2023, I thought this was the right. I said this is probably going to be my last yeah. contract, and I thought this was the right time to do this. And so, yeah. and here's the good news. Here's the good news. There is a successor named for me. He should be introduced uh, on. Saturday morning to the Baylor community for the rivals network, and I'm really thankful for that. That there is going to be Go a new successor. That I, employee- I
1: thought you would. I thought you would hand it to me. I thought you would say Mosley, and you never even broached the idea. I mean, I've only written for 25 years. Mosley, would you be interested in? And I would have said no, but I, I you know, I, you never even approached me about it. So. Well, I just wanted to voice that to... I'm very upset. I'm very upset about know. it, and I thought it was appropriate to voice that during a live radio interview.
11: <laughs> right. And, and here's some here's some other news. Uh, that wasn't my decision to make. That was rival.
1: Oh, whatever. To make no, that's good. Uh, who can you tell us who it is? Do we like this I person? It is is it...
11: I, I do I do not know who it is actually. I mean because. You know, when it comes to something like this, it's a very sensitive thing, and you've got to keep your nose out of it. And so,
1: is his name never... Curtis Quillen?
11: No, it isn't.
1: Okay, and I know it's not
11: Vice Cherry, and I know it's not John Werner because John John's going to be on a motorhome up there. The yeah,
1: we big like Hey, John! John's going to take over rivals. Like John's not finished. He may do some travel writing and that kind of thing. Uh, you know, but. It, uh...
11: it, it, and you know, for me, I mean, I'm still going to be doing a little uh, football on the radio, that sort of thing. Good. so, it's Good. Not like I'm, complete, I'm completely disappearing off the face of the earth. You know, that sort of thing.
1: Well, to so me, like, this is—I I mean, you're saying a lot. I mean, remember, I'm—I'm I'm the host of the show, so let me talk occasionally. Oh, I thanks. am okay. I am. Well, me, uh, talk to me again. <laughs> 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 this is to me. This decommitment hurts worse than Novosad's decommitment your your Uh. decommitment from rivals (laughs) but buddy buddy, this has been a fun run and again we will call you still but we really what's funny is when you told me you know privately that you were kind of thinking about that i kind of was respectful and said well i think he's kind of done and so i stopped Mm -hmm. calling and it turns out I could have just kept using you that whole time. I just kind of, I, I thought I was being nice. I'm like, well, I'm not going to bother him anymore if he's ready to stop doing this. And then it turns out you were still doing it and publishing the thing. Yeah. Let me ask you this Does this Baylor, since we barely have you anymore here, does this 2024 class, is it gaining a little bit of steam? I, I, you knew Joey's getting all sorts of attention, especially with that Micah Hudson deal uh bears are adding people from all over i mean linebackers from here and there and somebody from up in utah i don't know where all these utah connections are but we like people up there utah arizona um are the bears starting to make a bit of a move here in the on the recruiting front from what you can tell
11: okay so since i still have access to rivals uh they're up to 11 commitments and their team class ranking is 50 and of course the addition of bow tate uh, on Thursday, uh, oh, by the way, I got to tell everybody that when Bote committed, I, I figured it out, Matt. I covered 286 uh, commitments to Baylor since 2010. And it was probably over 300 if you mix in those who decommitted or whatever. But to think about that, 286. But anyway, getting back to this class, they, they had a great week this past week with Tristan Santoro, the offensive lineman from Shreveport Evangel. He committed on Sunday. Kylan Reed, the, the uh, linebacker, outside linebacker from Mansfield, someone who committed on uh, Tuesday, and, of course, Bo Tate, the linebacker from Draper, Utah, who committed on Thursday. What I love about this class to this point is that it's really good at linebacker. You've got three really good guys there between Reed, Tate, and, of course, Brock Jackson from Lumberton, who committed way back in February. Like that, they're still a little thin on the defensive line side, there. They don't have anyone yet on that, which is a little bit like, eh, you know, that sort of thing. And they're going to have to work about that. Now, I'll say, I'll back up a little bit by saying that Graydon Grimes, you know, Jeff Grimes' son is projected to be a defensive end when he gets on campus. So there is that going for him. Um, I think their secondary seems to be in pretty good shape there with the additions of Christopher off from Arlington Bowie and Mason Dawson, you know, uh, the, the legacy from uh, Fort uh, who's going to be probably going to be a projected as a safety, that sort of thing. So I think those things are in order. Of course, they got their quarterback too, of course from Nate Bennett from uh, out in the greater Los Angeles area, and then I, and I like this running back that they got from Tidehaven and Joseph Dodd. So there are some things there now. With eleven commitments in this class, I think I, I told people that I thought their commitment class that it could go either way, but I thought their commitment class was probably going to be somewhere around 12 to 15, maybe a little bit more on that, and that's okay because of I think the way Baylor is starting to become more aggressive in the portal, it's going to help them in terms of how they manage it. And this is good, not only true for Baylor, but it's going to be true for programs across the country in college football.
1: That's interesting. Yeah, I like that perspective. I want you to continue to keep an eye on things because you are always good about giving us big-picture thoughts like you think this is why this is happening or you think this is why this staff is good at that mm-hmm. by the way who's the who's the big uh who's the best recruiter on this staff for Baylor right now since you don't have to yeah. like well I think uh, it
11: is okay so there's two okay so I think you know cuz I think you know Christian Robinson's done a great job coming in there the new linebackers coach has done a great job especially with this linebackers class I think that's been really beneficial I think Matthew Pollitt's coming back as the defensive coordinator here, and of course he covers the safety. That's a big step in the right direction. Young guy. And You you know, Matt, you you and I have talked about this before. I feel like Matt's a a head coach in in the making somewhere in his future. He's too young, and he's such a sharp guy. I think he's got an opportunity to be a head coach at some point. And of course, Eric Mateos, the offensive line coach. You know, Eric's done a great job of developing guys. I know that obviously maybe the 2022 season didn't go the way they wanted to in terms of the record and challenging for the big 12 championship. But I think Eric's got a chance to really, you know, but you know, he's got Colton Siraki. That's, you know, who's been committed for them for many, many months. And of course they just got the kid uh, Santoro from uh, Shreveport to commit to them. And they probably have a couple more. They got to get lined up. And of course he's going to get, he's going to be working with the Barrington brothers this year. And of course, and I think what, and and here's what I think about that. I, I think Eric's, future if you will or his success might be tied to how well he's able to put this offensive line together for the upcoming 2023 season if and which is really hard to do as we all know but if that five can get some sort of chemistry for the upcoming season and become a real established unit and if they show something against you know don't worry about Texas State unless they play really badly but if they really show something against Utah in the second game of the season I think that's going to be a, a telltale sign of what this team is potentially capable of doing. By the way, I did a preseason prediction uh, for this team uh, in my final week. I predicted them eight and four, but I said that that's because a couple of things have to kind of, you know, go in, a, in their direction, that sort of thing.
1: Aaron, get that song ready because when we go to break, I'm probably not going to be able to talk, you know, or, or do it. So <laughs> I, I'll need to, I'll need you just to play this off. Now, uh, Kevin, last thing I had for you, who's your favorite recruit of the, all the time you were covering Baylor from, like, 2013 on? Um, and I'm not necessarily saying the greatest. I mean, obviously, Petrie has to be right. up there with what right. he represented and that he hung right. in there when pretty much everybody his from his class, they had to start over from scratch. And he hung in there with that new staff and ended up becoming one of the greatest defenders in Baylor history. But of are there are there two or three – Favorite recruits, just guys that maybe they don't have to be great players. Guys that you love dealing with, and that you really you know form some neat relationships with either them or their parents.
11: Okay, so most recently from this 2023 class, Isaiah Robinson, the offensive lineman from Arlington Bowie. What I loved about what I loved about him was not you know highly rated offensive lineman, of course, but what I loved about him is that he was in the choir at Lamar high school. And he really loves to sing and he really loves the performing arts and how he just kind of eschewed potential other football related activities because he wanted to go on trips with his choir. And I was like, I really like that kind of story with him. I really did. Um, you know, and, the, and Andrew Billings, of course, uh, you know, when, when they got Andrew way back in the day, I think that was a big thing for them. It was kind of like one of those transition type of recruits that got them into that higher level of play you know, where they could compete at the national level. Um, for me, uh, I'll, I'll always go back to uh, the 2011 class uh, with Spencer Drango, the offensive lineman down in uh, Arlington, uh, Austin, rather. And I can remember Baylor had his commitment, but there, but Texas was lurking for him. And I can remember in January, he, took, he went down to take an official visit there, and there was so much drama wrapped around this. Baylor was holding on for dear life to try to hold on to him. And he took his official visit to Texas. I was in contact with him and his dad throughout the visit. Back in the day, you know, that's 12 years ago, Matt, when you could actually have that kind of rapport with them. And, you know, I can remember them telling me on Saturday afternoon as he was leaving, "It's like, we're sticking with Baylor. And I think when Baylor survived that with him, and Spencer turned out to have a tremendous Baylor career, of course, and obviously he went on to have a fine NFL career, uh, that was kind of another fitting story for me. So those are the names that kind of jump out at me. Uh, that I liked, I liked, I loved Zach Smith, the quarterback from Grandview, just because he committed so early in the process back in 2014, like maybe 18 months ahead of that. And he stuck with this, committee. he never wavered on that. Of course, he wound up transferring, but I just love the fact that And he was there, to, you know, he could have bailed when the scandal was going on in 2016, but he stayed rock solid through that. And I love that about him.
1: That's good. I remember Baylor at one point had that um, fireman. I mean, he ended up being, you know, um, that was Danny Watkins, wasn't it? it ended up being a first yeah. round pick. Yeah, and it didn't work out me, for him, yes. but mm-hmm. pretty amazing that he uh, and you know, last at one point he was still like a in the Frisco Fire Department, a guy who was a former, you know, first round pick for the right. Eagles. That would have been 2011, I think. But uh, yeah, pretty I think amazing my
11: first year. Yeah, I think my first year, Matt, uh, when I was covering Baylor in the draft is when they had – oh, gosh, why am I blanking on the other kid? But they had the two first-round draft choices there, uh, one with the Eagles and one with the Cleveland Browns, too, if memory serves. Like, God bless my soul. Oh, well, the they
1: before. had a pretty good player who was uh, a lineman named Phil uh, – Phil Taylor. Uh, Phil Taylor, yeah.
11: Right, yes. Okay, got it. As soon he as went said to this the first, Browns. I had his last name, and so – but, you know – this has been a great ride, though, Matt. I've enjoyed every minute of it. Um, you know, I, I would not trade a thing about it. But you, there, it's kind of like Adam Flag. I, I kind of equate myself to Adam Flagler when he didn't return to Baylor at, when he could have, and he just knew that it was time to go. I just knew it was time for me to do this. And yeah. uh, and there was, and I'll admit, there were some, there was a little bit of emotion for me uh, Thursday night, saying, "I can't believe this is coming to an end." But when I put the announcement out there, both on the site and via social media, I said, I was totally at peace with this. And I wish my successor nothing but the best. And, of course, everyone's going to know I'm going to track Baylor. You know, for how can I not after all these years for, for watching them? And I'll just be an interested fan to see how they do. And I hope for their sake they, they can really get back, shit, uh, you know, the skin of things and they can be competitors for that Big 12 championship this year. Appreciate it,
1: Kevin. A lot of the Baylor people have enjoyed being around you. Some of the administrators and those types of folks, and you've always done it in a very even-handed. Uh, you're, you know, you've been a great friend for a long time, and uh, I appreciate it, buddy. And uh, we will, uh, we'll stay in you. touch. And yeah, and when I need to talk about SMU, maybe I'll start. Maybe you'll become our SMU insider since you'll start going to some of those games. For people that don't yeah. know. That is Kevin's alma mater, and Kevin oh, in fact, now, now that care. Kevin's out of media, he's planning on giving most of his money to SMU Nil. He'll be dead he'll yeah. be uh, donating
11: well, okay, a lot of it. Yeah hold on. okay, let's hold on a second there now. Uh, for those who don't know, yes, I am an alum of SMU um, and I and I will tell you, I do have my season tickets this year, so I will be there when they open up the season. On September second against Louisiana Tech, and if you want anything on what I think about how the Mustangs are doing, just know from me that I will not be the homer guy uh, just because I went there. I, I'll be the same guy that would probably—I I might be even worse on, <laughs> I am on Baylor. So, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: much like you I'm are just, the Vikings. The I am.
11: Yeah, that's people, right. You know, some people who knew that I was a an SMU fan. And say, well, you're just an SMU fan. I said, well, you should hear. And I always responded to them by saying, well, you should hear what I say about them. And
3: so, <laughs>
11: <laughs> That's right.
1: All right. Y'all have a good dinner tonight. Uh, tell your wife congratulations for having you around even more now. I yeah. know she'll be thrilled about that. I don't, I don't know for sure, but I, I think she'll probably be happy. Kevin, uh, appreciate everything. We'll be in touch, sir.
11: Absolutely, Matt. You take care. And again, thank you for, by the way, I'm really glad that you and I were able to connect uh, when you you took over this slide. It was good to catch up with you and then see you in the press box every now and then. And again, thank you for everyone who followed us on Twitter and followed us on the site and our coverage. We appreciate it. And I would just ask for those who are doing that to give my successor the, the opportunity to represent himself and Baylor Rivals. The right way, and that he will do a great job at, at replacing me starting. I would presume, well, will he will be. He'll be starting on Monday. But, Matt, thank you for everything, and I'll look forward to touching base with you every now and then, okay?
1: All right. Thank you, Kevin. We'll talk to you soon.
11: All right. Take care, Matt. Bye-bye.
1: There he goes. Aaron, it's tough. Kevin Longquist heads off into the, uh, you know, he hit his, whatever's next for him. He's going to focus on SMU, and uh, that'll be what he does. All right, Campus Confidential is coming up next. This
4: is, this is ESPN Central Texas.
5: How about serving delicious Central Texas-style barbecue and all the fixins at your next catering event? Hellberg Barbecue caters all-size events from small birthday parties to large corporate gatherings of over 800 people and full-service weddings, including appetizers, charcuterie tables, and more. And they feature a catering rewards program for repeat customers, including a rebate on additional jobs, plus a rebate on new catering jobs referred to Hellberg. Learn more at hellbergbarbecue.com
0: Emerson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top of the line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with TYM to combine their forces. Emerson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all new lineup of TYM tractors today
4: at the locally owned and operated Emerson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
0: Payments for qualified buyers at 5.5% interest for 72 months with 5000 down, cash or trade. TTL Extra, city dealer for details. Richard Carr's lot is loaded with pre-owned cars and trucks that need to move. Qualified buyers can now get a 2014 Cadillac SRX for only 160 a month or get a 2014 pre-owned Chevy Silverado for only 270 a month. Over 90 used, thoroughly inspected vehicles in stock. 100% approval is our goal. Call, log in, or get here now to save on your next ride.
6: Hey, guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, and holidays. But have you ever given just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry. Always free gift wrapping and delivery is available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business. That's Morrison Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive in Valley Mills, close to Jason's Deli.
8: Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at TurnerChevy.com.
4: It's time for Campus Confidential our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley.
1: Aaron, it is uh, Campus Confidential. Jeremy Alcorn will be uh, joining us here in a little while uh, at 5 o'clock to talk about his new role with the Baylor golf team. And uh, that'll be fun. Aaron, I was just watching a video um it's like the Big Twelve offices, and I guess Saturday officially, and some of these schools are having like a party to to uh, celebrate. There's the chief marketing officer, okay. Um, the, the uh, Cosmo, the BYU, um, the BYU mascot has entered the. I'm gonna send this to you, Aaron. It's kind of fun on social media. Uh, has uh, uh, reported for work at the at the Big 12. And so, Aaron, you know, you ever notice how sometimes those little videos, I'm sure they're having a lot of fun when they're filming them, and they can go a little long. This may have gone a little bit too long. They somehow found a way, BYU, to involve like all the different employees of the Big 12. Now I don't know if if co- the commissioners on this, but uh, I do think Aaron. As far as, of course, the bear. I'm partial to Marigold, and then uh, what's our what's our uh, Aaron? I like our live bears, but Marigold and what's the what's our other bear's name? Our mascot uh, starts with a B. Marigold and Brutus or something. What is his name, Aaron? <laughs> 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 Lately, with Aaron and I both. Uh, uh, anyway, what is that guy? Any, but I, I like that that. I, so I like them best. But I like that. I like that uh, BYU uh, Cosmo, one of the best dancing mascots I've ever seen. Like if you've ever seen the BYU, and you would think the BYU religious schools like Baylor may not be big on dancing. Aaron, this is a great – this is a great um, dancer, this Cosmo. Oh, dang, they got the wrong – they still have uh, – the oh, Bruiser. Bruiser and Marigold. Okay. For some reason, I, it wasn't coming to me. And then the bears used to, Aaron, have that huge inflatable. Now, I like that. I liked it when they had that enormous inflatable bear. and And the old inflatable bear – Aaron ended up, or whoever used to play the role of Bruiser, and I think he—I think Baylor at one point had one of those inflatables. Became the inflatable mascot for the Timberwolves. It was a Baylor guy, and he became the mascot of the Timberwolves. All right, Aaron, what do you have for us in Campus Confidential?
2: It was already going to be a big day for realignment with the four new schools joining the Big Twelve at midnight. But Peter Thaman, Peter, excuse me, Peter Thamel from ESPN with a report that San Diego State now expected to deliver a notice to the Mountain West that they will not withdraw from the league as the school previously stated it intended to do. San Diego State plans to move forward as part of the Mountain West. San Diego State has been mentioned as the main target of Pac-12 expansion.
1: Aaron, I don't know... It's hard to know what to make of this. Like, first of all, could the Mountain West say, nah, you've already given your notice. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, You can just hang out and be independent for a little while. Now, they'll welcome them back. But the decision to stay in the Mountain West is one of two things. It's either they couldn't come up with the money to get out. They don't trust the Pac-12. I mean, Aaron, if the Pac twelve truly felt great about that deal that they have, they could sort of make a guarantee and say, hey, we'll we'll help you guys on the back end. If y'all need some help financially, we can we can do something for you. They're not saying that. Boy, I find this to be I find this to be fascinating that they've decided now to remain in the Mountain West. How does the Mountain West feel? How does the Pac-12 feel? How does SMU feel about this? SMU was watching everybody and kind of wondering if they might get ready to get involved. Boy, I am, I am really uh, interested in this story. And we'll continue to kind of dig in and see where this ends
2: up. In what is, I'm assuming, probably not a coincidence, The Big 12 today signed and executed its long-form television contracts with Fox and ESPN for the TV deal that will begin in July of 2025 that will run through 2031. This is just the formalization of the deal that was announced in October by Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark, but it is a big deal that they have their TV deal done, as we've seen with Pac-12 still working on that and still doesn't appear to be close.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, we basically already knew about this. I think this is kind of a formality. The uh, man, this is, uh, this is really interesting. Today it comes finalized, and for whatever reason, the long form contract is in place. And one of the things that they're crediting with Endeavor, you remember the top, one of the top executives from Endeavor. Uh, has been voted one of the most powerful women in all of uh, uh, professional sports at any level, and she was on with us around the time they were doing all this. Uh, But uh, interesting that uh, we do have conclusion on this. Aaron, since it's a holiday, do spend a little time this afternoon. What this was was a whole play on those ESPN, those old ESPN commercials that BYU did. Again, it went too long, but I applaud the effort. And I applaud all these Big 12 employees getting involved in it. Really thought we should have had Brett Yarmark in it, but we did have quite a few people that participated. All right, it is time. We're going to get to visit with the new assistant men's golf coach at Baylor. And, boy, he is A Baylor legend. He's
4: in the Baylor Hall of Fame as of 2022. Jeremy Alcorn returns to the Matt Mosley Show next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers.
8: Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're coming off a great used car month, and that means we need trades. Cars, trucks, SUVs, we'll pay you top dollar whether you're trading or not. But if you choose to trade, you'll get 1500 dollars trade assistance towards any purchase of a new Silverado. So trade with people you can trust without all the gimmicks that can save you thousands. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 247 turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, it's pretty far away away McGregor, we treat you like family.
4: Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com.
6: This date's going really well. We're going
9: to be such a great couple.
7: Whoa, Uh, I think you're going a little fast.
9: Yeah, I know, I know. We just met, but we've got chemistry.
7: I think you better slow down.
9: Oh, okay.
3: (laughs) Sorry. I thought you were feeling it too.
7: I'm feeling like you're driving too fast. Slow the car down, please.
3: Speeding is dangerous, and speeding tickets are costly. Oh, (laughs) that's funny. You were talking about my driving.
7: (sighs) I was talking about both. Be
3: safe. Drive smart. A message from TextDot.
12: Need cash? Make the right moves with First Central Credit Union. Turn your home's equity into cash. Home equity loans can help you consolidate debt. Buy big-ticket items, renovate your home, cover educational and medical expenses, and pay for events like a wedding or vacation. Act now and enjoy no closing costs, up to $75,000 financed. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com for a local decision. Everything we do, we do for you.
4: Loans subject to membership and loan guidelines offer valid through June 30th. Member NCUA. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome
0: back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmalches Sandwich Shop, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen,
1: here's Matt Mosley. Howdy, Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show ESPN Central Texas. Jeremy Alcorn joining us now. Jeremy, congratulations. Welcome to the show. Uh, Baylor assistant golf coach Jeremy. I mean, if you're in college coaching to get to go back to your alma mater, um, this has to be, I would think, a dream come true. Uh, congratulations to you, sir.
13: Hey, Matt. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, and definitely is a dream. I am. Uh, I'm beyond excited to uh, get back to Waco and uh, team up with uh, Coach McGraw and what he's um, got built there and uh, just excited for for what they had for uh, better
1: golf did you think about this back when you were playing for Baylor did that ever uh, get into your mind you know hey, I would like to coach someday or at that point you're probably thinking about your professional career uh, playing but did that did you think about that and how much of the coaches that you had kind of influence you and 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 make you kind of think about that as, as part of your future
13: yeah um yeah you know, when I was when I was in school, I was not I was not thinking about coaching. I was all about you know trying to play professional golf and chase that dream. And uh, as that that dream kind of happened and continued, I, I developed an interest for for coaching. And um, I came back in spring of 2013 and, and uh, volunteered coached uh, with my coach Greg Priest um, for the semester uh, to kind of see. Um, if that was something I wanted to pursue, and uh, I enjoyed it, and um, I loved it. Just finished uh, year nine coaching, been around a few different spots. Uh, but, man, so excited to get back uh, home, get back to Baylor University, and um, I just can't wait to get going.
3: Was it,
1: was it easy or was it kind of tough? I mean, you're doing well at NC State. You've got a great program out there. Uh, it's a great brand of golf. What was that what was that like? Was it like, hey, I I gotta go back home, I gotta go back to my alma mater. What was the decision making process like? And did Mike did he put the hard sell on you? Did he I mean, you know, the man loves long sleeves. He does not wear shorts, <laughs> but did he roll up his sleeves a little bit and um uh, and you know, what was the what was the recruitment like? It's almost like getting recruited again, I'm sure.
13: Yeah, well, well Mike Mike knows how big of a of a diehard bear that I am. So I think I think I'm sure he knew deep down he didn't have to sell me a whole lot. But um you know, no, when the opportunity popped up, uh, it was something we've been looking to to get back to Texas. Um, just kinda waiting for the for the right fit to pop up and, and this is definitely definitely it. So um, so yeah, he didn't uh he didn't have to sell me too hard. He knew where I was at.
1: What is it about Mike that uh, you've been able to determine from either watching him from afar, getting to know him a little bit? What uh, What is it he, that he does that, that makes you, other than your love for Baylor, that makes you want to to work with him and, and, and learn from him?
13: Yeah, I mean, well, you know, Mike is, uh, he's been arguably one of the best coaches um, in our sport for a long time, uh, one of the most respected Coaches in our profession, um, he's had success everywhere he's been, and uh, so just the opportunity to to come work and learn under, under him, uh, work with him, um, I can't imagine a better a better situation to step into there there at Baylor. So um, yeah, I look forward to our time together. Um, definitely hoping to learn a lot from him. Um, I'm just excited to get back and get to know the guys. I know I know a few of them from. From being being around Texas and uh, back when I was at Texas recruiting some of those guys, and so it'd be it'd be good to reconnect, um, reconnect with a lot of familiar faces in Wake Um so Yeah, just the whole opportunity, man. I just I'm so so fired up for it, and I just I can't thank uh, Coach McCraw enough for, for that for that opportunity.
1: You just need to find some of these Ludwig uh, Aberg's, right? I mean, there, aren't those guys growing on trees out there? Uh, I mean, speaking of Texas Tech, what an unbelievable – I looked the other day to see how that tournament was going, rocket mortgage or whatever it was, and he was third. Like, after the first day, the guy was in third, and he just turned pro. I mean, it, it's wild how how good these college golfers are, and how quickly they're ready to win. Have you seen that – I mean, has that changed even in the past – five to ten years just that level and how ready they are to challenge even when they come straight out of college jeremy
13: absolutely um no i i think college golf is it gets these guys ready for the next level um high level college golf is it's the best group of amateur golfers in the world and so you're competing on the best courses you got the best competition um our coaching world has grown immensely the last five ten years, I believe, and uh, so you can just look look down the line. Uh, we got the Illinois kid, one on the web like these guys, um, a couple of weeks ago, Ricky Castillo, won on the webcom last week. Like these guys are leaving college. Um, their games are ready. They're confident. And they're going to professional golf like ready to roll. Um, and we see what Ludwig's doing. I mean, he is he is a unbelievable golfer. He's probably the closest thing to, to Tiger Woods that we've seen. Uh, but then you see a guy right down the road at Texas A&M, Sam Bennett, um, had a really good Masters and has turned pro now, and he's at the top of the leaderboard, uh, making cuts. And uh, so I'm just I'm excited for where our sports going, Um, you know, more guys are getting an opportunity leaving college uh, to go get a good start in professional golf, you know, with a guy or two on the tour, some guys going to the Corn Ferry um, and then on down. And, um, yeah, these guys, they're leaving college golf. They're ready to go. It's only going to keep happening more and more.
1: Now, what do you think? Jeremy Alcorn on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas – this group that you come in, Johnny Kiefer, obviously being the leader, there's a kid coming in, I don't have his name in front of me, from Frisco that I'm really excited about. He'll be a freshman for you. And, again, he the way, mm-hmm. the kind of tournaments he's in, he's not coming in hat in hand, like, hey, I'll wait my turn. These guys are ready to compete as freshmen. What do you make of this Baylor team as you start to kind of get familiar with it? And, and did you know anything about this group from afar, obviously you love Baylor, and you probably were checking in on them to see how they were doing. What do you make of this group that's coming back? Because pretty much everybody is coming back to to play again next season.
13: Yeah, no, the whole whole team is back, um, and that's that's exciting. Um, you know, Johnny is uh, he's coming back for another year. He's had a he's had a really strong start to the to the summer so far, um, so I'm excited to to see what he does. Uh, this coming year. And then, uh, the rest of the guys, um, I'm, I'm probably not as familiar with them as I should be yet. Um, and I definitely look forward to getting there and getting to know them, getting to know, uh, their golf games, their personality. Um, but, you know, talking with coach, you know, they had a solid year last year, made it to nationals. Um, these guys are going to be hungry, um, to go, to go finish off, um, You know, we're going to lose quite a few of them after this year. So they're going to be hungry to go finish off their college careers um, and do some big things. And so we're we're excited as a coaching staff, I know, uh, to kind of see where that goes. Um, But yeah, I'm just going to come in, try to get to know these guys um, and let them do their thing. And uh, we'll see. We'll get better as the year goes on. We'll see where we are uh, next May at Nationals. Uh, But I know they're going to be excited to kind of finish off some careers uh, and some good careers at baylor so
1: davis ovard was that kid i was trying to think uh boy he's going to be mm-hmm. really really good and that's exciting what what part what aspect of the game do you find yourself being like most passionate about when mike talks okay this is really where i need you to plug in and help me the most is are there a couple of aspects either part you know mental side swing wise like these guys all usually have their own swing coaches and all. Is there any aspect of the game where you find yourself being drawn to the most? Um, and maybe it is the mental side. What do you, what have you kind of grown in that respect over the years?
13: Yeah, no, um, you know, I think I kind of come from a playing background, obviously. And, um, I caddied, caddied for a little bit on tour and, um, and so, you know, I, I look at things from a, from just a, how do we, in the simplest terms, how do we get better? Um, and so I look I look at things from a day to day perspective, um, and that's practice habit. Um, that's what we're doing during practice, and um, really focusing on the analytical side of things. Um, we want to be able to see what progress looks like, and you know we're able to we're able to find some things that show us that. Um, And if we focus on those and do a good job of taking care of those little things on a consistent basis, then we're going to get better over time. And so, yeah, so some of that is definitely um, analytical. Some of that's definitely from the mental side. I love, I love jumping in with a guy and walking with them over the course of the round and uh, spending four and a half, five hours with them. And uh, like that part's fun. That's the competitive side uh, that you still get from. You know, now, now on the other side of it, from the coaching side. Um, but, yeah, you know, from just a player development piece, like that's, that's what excites me. I, I love golf. I love interacting and working with these guys. And I love breaking down their golf games and um, showing them a vision. of Like, you know, if we get better in this area and this area, you're going to get better. You're going to see progress. So.
1: Well, uh, aren't you happy to get back to this intense heat? You know, it's it stays a it's pretty a little bit cooler in North Carolina. You were out in Lubbock, so it's not like you've been away from it for that long. <laughs> but uh, I guess the heat doesn't really bother you, so it'll be uh, it'll be fine. But by the way, it had, the heat index has been off the charts recently. I don't know when you're moving back to town, but uh, yeah, just just prepare yourself. Is all I'm saying. <laughs>
13: You got it. I'm definitely used to it, so I don't. I don't even think I'll notice it for a little bit. Yeah,
1: you know, it's funny. You almost sound a little like Coach Priest. There's just something in your voice. I mean, now he's down there, my direction, Maybank, Kaufman County, uh, Kemp, all that area. And he and I used to play in scrambles together, if you can believe it, back in the day oh at Kings Creek Country Club. So Greg's an old buddy of mine, but uh, that's kind of cool that. Uh, that he re- recruited you and he got into administration obviously at the, at the high school level. But, uh, I, I bet, uh, I bet, I bet he did. Uh, uh, I bet you did guys did have a great relationship.
13: Yeah, no, I, I love and appreciate, um, coach priest. And we had, we had four, uh, technically we had five years together. And, um, uh, I, I appreciate him a lot. I learned a lot, um, and I'm excited to get back and hopefully be able to see them a lot more because uh, I had not got to see them much the last, last six, seven, eight years. So. All right.
1: Well, just remind them how many individual titles you have, those players, and challenge uh, Kiefer and those guys, all right? I mean, you do have, you're the second most at Baylor history. Do you know the most, by the way, off the top of your head, do you know who has the most individual titles in Baylor golf history?
13: Um, that would be Ryan Botch <laughs> from. I believe, I believe I believe he's got one more than that dude
1: from Richmond, Texas, of course. And mm-hmm. uh, I I imagine you got to know Ryan and Jimmy would probably come back. You probably saw Jimmy out there when you were caddying. Some. What What's the most important takeaway you had from your caddying time? I bet that was a fascinating thing when you were on tour for a couple of years as a caddy.
13: Yeah, you know, I mean, the main thing is you you just day in and day out you see the game from a different perspective. Um, you know, when you're the one when you're the one playing, you're running up feelings and emotions, and um, in a way, we can kind of get blinded on what's important. We um, kind of get a, a biased feedback on what we're seeing, but from the caddy side, um, it's just a very factual. Um, perspective on going on, um, and it really does. It turns into a mental piece. Um, the mental, mental side of the of our sport is is huge, and um, and so bringing bringing a personality uh, into the player that you know I was caddying for that's huge. You want them to be comfortable. You want to get them in the best possible mindset and try to keep them there. It's not they're not going to be able to do that, but you want to be able to. Um, you know, have some jokes and some funny comments and things start getting um a little stressful um uh, and then you also kind of want to kick them in the rear a little bit when, when they need to kind of <laughs> get things going uh, and so you you do you end up you know I think and you're starting to see that with a lot of a lot of caddies these days um you know they're their guys are good they know they know the analytics of golf um they know the percentages of golf, they know how to help their their player, um, get into that mindset, uh, but also how to practice and the things to focus on. Um, and a lot of that carries over into into how I've coached now for the last nine years. So um, I tell a lot of people I learned, I feel like I learned as much um, in a short period of time caddying as I did in 20 years of playing golf. So. Do
1: you, Jeremy, do you still play in some tournaments from time to time? Baylor's had golf coaches in the past that still played a lot of, uh, a lot of tournaments. Do you still enjoy competing or have you kind of put that aside?
13: You know, I, I do. I, I'll, I'll try to play some here and there with the guys, um, try to keep the game and in a decent, decent spot. Um, you know, I, I have a two year old and so as much as I'm around golf and at the golf course with the guys, um, you know, most of my free time isn't isn't going back out onto the golf course for for myself to go play. So, but uh, I do I enjoy jumping in there, playing here and there, and I, I've been able to have keep the game in, in, uh, in a pretty good spot. So,
1: well, if you need to hang out at Ridgewood, you got a pretty good excuse, don't you? I mean, you. can <laughs> that's, that's right. I look, I look
13: forward to I look forward to seeing it after the redo here here in a couple months. Yeah,
1: they play tournaments there now. The uh, what's it called? The Bruiser Open or something like that. Um, yeah, but, uh, I get the Bear yeah. Brawl. There it is, the Bear Brawl. Yeah, and they'll get that thing going. Well, it'll be uh, this will be fun, Jeremy. I think i mean having you back and and on this team. You know, it's just going to be. Uh, I bet it'll bring back so many memories. We got new restaurants, by the way. We have kind of. Uh, I'm sure you come back to visit, but we got a lot of new a uh, new restaurant options. So Waco has changed but uh but this will be uh this will be great congratulations to you by the way you got to do your podcast now with coach McGraw I bet he's already done one with, with you at some point but uh the man never misses in the five or six years he's been doing this he's never missed a Monday Um uh, every Monday
13: so, yeah yeah and it, it's better not, it's not going to stop anytime soon so
1: no, no, he, he, uh, he's a creature of habit, this man. Uh, and, uh, but he's a great guy for sure. Jeremy, thanks for doing this, especially on short notice. I saw the announcement today and I immediately started trying to track you down. So really appreciate you doing this.
13: Yeah, no, I, I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, I'm glad we can make this work and, um, man, I'm just, I'm excited to get to Waco and, and get to work and, uh, see, see what happens with, uh the future of uh, Vince Golf Program. So.
1: Yeah, hopefully you held on to some of that old gear that you had, you know, so you can hit the gonna, ground I'm running. Gonna need, <laughs> I'm going to
13: need to get updated with the things. You know, the long baggy <laughs> shirts and the and the long pleated shorts aren't really in style anymore.
1: <laughs> I think I think you can make it work. All right. Well, I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Jeremy Alcorn uh, rejoins Baylor Golf after all these years. He's a pretty young guy, actually. He's in his late 30s, but he's back. He's going to be the assistant for the team. Aaron, that's a good guy, you can tell. And, uh, I mean, he, he just uh, – that's what they – oh, man. Uh, Brownwood? Oh, I should have brought up the uh, the famous. Aaron was, was checking on that. Brownwood, Texas. All right. Hey, by the way, Aaron, our Schmaltz's trivia question of the week. This is going to be very easy and I know we got a bunch of people vacationing and everything but I'm going you're going to win two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's, Who is the most famous coach in the history of Brownwood High School? Brownwood High School. This should be very very easy and if somebody doesn't get this within 10 seconds and Aaron will make an ex- if Sean Hunt gets this which he should, we'll give him the sandwiches. All right, even though maybe We'll, we'll, I don't know what the rules are these days, but this this is one he should get immediately. Anybody listening that knows high school football, the most famous, I'll just make it easy, the most famous football coach ever from Brownwood, Texas. Uh, Texas is 254-662-1660, and you'll win two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. Well, oh, I can taste it right now. The lunch meat, the the uh, the salami, the cheeses, everything is just right when it comes to schmaltzes. Thank you, Nelson Rue, one of the great sandwich shops in North America, and we got two locations right here in Waco, Texas. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. A reminder: Starting Wednesday, we got a new show called the Press Box. And uh, Ward White's John Carroll, you remember John Carroll from his TV days, Stephanie in sports. Stephanie will have her show within that show, and uh, that'll happen each day, so very, very exciting stuff as uh, we roll out a new program right here, and then, of course, the Matt Mosley Show will have big news as we get on into July. All right, next,
4: we get you ready for a huge Major League Baseball series. This is, this is ESPN Central Texas.
8: Hey folks, Jared Scott here, Jim Turner, Chevrolet. We're coming off a great used car month, and that means we need trades. Cars, trucks, SUVs we will pay you top dollar whether you're trading or not. But if you choose to trade, you'll get $1,500 trade assistance towards any purchase of a new Silverado. So trade with people you can trust without all the gimmicks that could save you thousands. So give us a call, 840 3261. Twenty-four-seven. TurnerChevy.com, and remember, folks, we're just feet away, McGregor. We treat you like family.
4: You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Attention farmers and ranchers. You want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal
6: supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their market location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal
10: Health. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground, perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. and you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy go golf cars for sale, rent, and LEASE OR REPAIRS IN CENTRAL TEXAS. CHECK US OUT ONLINE AT MISSIONGOLFCARS.COM AND REMEMBER, AT MISSION GOLF CARS, QUALITY ALWAYS COMES STANDARD.
4: Now back to the Matt Mosley show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Oh, it's Matt Mosley's show. And we got breaking news flying out all over the place. Aaron, we may need a we may need the the breaking news. Um the Rangers the Texas Rangers, who start this big series with the Astros tonight, and of course you'll hear that right here on ESPN Central Texas, announced that the club has acquired a left-handed pitcher, Araldus Chapman, from the Kansas City Royals in exchange for left-handed pitcher Cole Reagans and minor league outfielder uh, Ronnie Cabrera. I mean, I... Now, Aaron, there's other news, but I wanted to look real quick and see what Chapman, because of course they're not very good. Uh, the the uh, the uh, can't, uh, the Royals aren't. I kind of want to see what he'd been doing, but the Rangers have not been very good, especially on the back end. Um, man, I mean, Errols Chapman is now 35 years old, if you can believe it, and I'm kind of looking at his last. Last few outings here and quite honestly, let's see, he's been pitching a lot lately, actually. Um everything I'm looking at, golly, Aaron, last five starts has not given up a hit. Five innings of work, and my quick math tells me nine strikeouts. Nine strikeouts in um, seven innings. Uh, wait, what did I say? How many innings? Oh, five innings of work. All right, and so he's been, he's been doing okay. He's been doing okay. I mean, guys had a long career. Thirty-five years old right now. Um, this season has, um, a couple of saves. Twenty-nine. Point, uh, in a third, innings pitched, giving up 16 hits and, let's see, 53 strikeouts. All right, he's, he's pitched in 31 games. Now, we'll have to dig in, see kind of where his velocity is, but at one point, this was a monster uh, in, in Major League Baseball. Of course, he had those years with the Yankees. We remember him in his younger days with the Reds, ends up with the Yankees, and certainly had a nice run there. Um, you know, you gotta watch it with relievers and not get too married all the time to what their ERA is, but I will tell you this year, uh he he has a two hundred forty five ERA. And he's pitched in thirty one games. Um, so I don't you know, we don't know exactly where the velocity is, but he has uh, again this season, he'd been with the Yankees for several years and then he went to the Royals. Now, Aaron, in terms of what the Rangers gave up, Cole Reagan's has been with the big league team at one point, was a top five prospect, and at one point may have been even a top three prospect for the Rangers. I I don't think Cole Reagans is as highly regarded as he was even a year, a year and a half ago. I, I mean he's he's okay and maybe he'll be maybe he'll turn out to be great. But Aaron, I don't think there'll be a bunch of people crying about the departure of Cole Reagan's pretty good player, pretty good prospect. Nothing that's just going to, you know, scare you. Oh, my gosh, they gave up Cole Reagans. Minor league outfielder Ronnie Cabrera. Aaron, your guess is as good as mine.
2: <laughs> don't really know him. I was thinking the same thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we'll look on that, but I don't think that's anything that's really going to jump out at you. Reagans is the name in the move, and the Rangers have fortified <clears throat> their bullpen with the arrival of Aroldis Chapman. This all happened about in the last 10 minutes. And, um, I mean, this is really some... I want to see if there's anything new on this front. Uh, Rangers also activate Glenn Otto, officially. Brad Miller's been activated from uh, the injured list. Uh, John King, Yeri Rodriguez... And Sam Huff, all optioned around Rock. Sam Huff's a catcher. Sam's fine, but, you know, that's that's no big deal. Yerry and John King had been getting blown up. They'd struggled. they have been putting – I mean, it's not totally their fault. They probably weren't ready to be in high-leverage situations. John King the other night gave up four runs. Uh, Yerry Rodriguez had been struggling at the back end. He had no business trying to pitch in the eighth and ninth inning. They were using him in that role. He wasn't ready for it. And so he's been optioned out. All right? I say out, just back to Round Rock. All right? John King, Gary uh, Rodriguez, and Sam Huff all back to Round Rock. John King's a little older. Um, Gary's a young guy. He'll be fine. Uh, so, this is the big news, and Cole Reagans is now to Kansas City. Um, Aaron, is there anything... Do you think there's anybody out there like mad that Reagan's is gone or just more excited about the fact that they have Ronalds Chapman? I
2: think it's I think it's definitely the the latter. Yeah. I mean, he's about the biggest name reliever in the major leagues. Not saying he's the best, but like you were talking about his time with the Yankees and throwing 103 miles an hour at one point. He's just he's a pretty big household name as far as relievers go.
1: And he's been striking people out. He's not giving up hits and so it's not like he's really been struggling and you'd have to think it'll be a shot in the arm to him to get with a contender. Aaron, and uh, by the way, Rangers lineup against the Astros is back to normal. Let me see if there's anything I see that's a little out of the the realm. Now everything's kind of back to normal. Young, 5th, uh, Jonah Heim, 6th, Zeke Duran, 7th, uh, playing in left field. That's the only thing that changes from time to time. They go lefty-righty out there. Uh, Travis Jankowski will be in left field batting 8th, and Laoti Tavares uh, out in center, of course, in batting ninth. Now, lately, Laoti's been going so well. When they when they sit some of these other players, they'll move Leodi up into the lineup, which is fine because he's great. John Gray getting the start. Aaron, one of the reasons John they're able to start John Gray and match him up in what's a huge series is because Baylor's Cody Bradford went out and did pretty well. Four and a third innings. I mean, he would have liked to have done more. But, again, he only gave up three runs. He's pitched well. And because he went out there and did that, they were able to push back their rotation a little bit and get this thing set up to really give this Astros bunch the best they have. That first pitch tonight is 7.05. Aaron, I imagine we'll go to a pregame on our uh, on ESPN Central Texas at about 6.30. You and Ward would know, and I think I'm probably right. That's though. correct. Okay, cool. Um, So, this is really, really big news. Aroldis Chapman is a Texas Rangers reliever. Now, Aaron, the other big news that came out last night is that Josh Young, catcher Jonah Heim, second baseman Marcus Simeon, and shortstop Corey Seager are all in the starting lineup for the American League. Wow. Wow. Um. I mean, Rangers have more starters than any other AL team and more than any AL team since Boston in 2016. Aaron, they could have had more. Uh, Adolis Garcia absolutely could be an all-star and probably deserves it. Outfielder uh, 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 Adolis Garcia was the Rangers' fifth finalist Could be named as reserve. Pitcher Nathan Avaldi, is a strong candidate as well. Aaron, I'd like to see Dane Dunning in there. I mean, I really would. I mean, he's been unbelievable. Dane Dunning has been great for this team this year. Aaron, they lost the bonus baby. They lost the huge money. It was all supposed to be about DeGrom this year, and he's gone. He's gone out for more than a year. Uh, with uh, Tommy John or whatever he's going to have to have. And the Rangers have not missed a beat. And, Aaron, I'll look here in a minute. Look while I'm about to read these names and check on what their lead is over the Astros heading into tonight's series. I think it's five games because they the Astros beat somebody 14 to nothing last night. They just absolutely annihilated somebody. So they're at least within four and a half or five games, or maybe it's five and a half. But the Astros are Astros are far enough back, but with these two series coming up, <clears throat> if the Astros got on a run, they could make up a ton of ground. I would say the Rangers need to split in these upcoming series with uh, – the Astros. If they win them, great. But a split would be fine, and I think everybody would be okay with that. Um, the last in 2012, Rangers were coming uh, off back-to-back World Series appearances. Josh Hamilton, Adrian Beltre, and Mike Napoli were all elected starters. That's the closest. That's the best. And uh, they had an eight-player contingent that included. Manager, Ron Washington. Well, I don't know if that included him, if there's eight players. Anyway, I don't think they'll have eight players this time, but they deserve a lot. Evaldi, Aaron, they could have Dunning. I mean, you could make an argument for John Gray. Is there anybody in the bullpen? Actually, Boers has been Will great. Smith has been pretty yeah, good. He's only got one, good.
2: one blown save.
1: Yeah. I think you're right. Will Smith. But I kind of like that Boers. I feel like he settled things down and has been really good for them in kind of long relief. Um, when I say long relief, I sometimes mean just like an inning and a third or a couple of innings. Um, Simeon leads all second basemen uh, from a fan support. Let's see. Haim leads all catchers in war. Simeon leads all second basemen in war, wins above replacement. Seager is still 25 plate appearances shy of qualifying for the league leaders, still has 2.5 war in 50 games. Aaron, he trails Tampa Bay's Wander Franco and Toronto's Bo Bichette slightly. But his 1,020 OPS, Aaron, would rank third in the AL behind Shohei Ohtani and Aaron Judge. <laughs> Pretty good company. Now, Aaron, do you know, I just gave you a strong hint, do you know the last rookie starter in the American League? The last time a rookie started in the American League. Ohtani. I'll help you a little bit. 2016, so that rules out Otani.
2: Oh, J- Aaron Judge?
1: Yes. <laughs> it was Aaron Judge back in 2016. And... Uh, this is this is really um pretty amazing that all this is happening now if you're just joining us again uh I thank you for being with us because a lot of people have uh, left work early Aaron would you go peek down the hall and and just see <laughs> kind of what it looks like after this before the dismount I want you to take a little wonder a little walk down the hall I can and just see I mean I, well, I guess Aaron it is 540. The problem is, Aaron, even on a non-holiday, nobody would be there, would they? It's been
2: empty a while. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. <laughs> I, I believe right. our guests at the start of the show were the last people in the building.
1: <laughs> yeah. Boy, Aaron, wasn't that fun having Scott? It was. Scott's one of your former high school classmates. Did you all run uh, long distance together, Aaron? <laughs> no, he was.
2: <laughs> I think he, Scott was a football player.
1: Scott was out there on the football field. Stephanie was cheerleading. Not for him at the time. She was cheering for some somebody from Toledo. But, um, well, what a good group that was. Scott, Stephanie, uh, Ward. I mean, it just goes on and on. Who else do we have? John Carroll. I wish John had been in there. John, why don't you call in? Aaron, let's book John Carroll for Monday. All right, because we're working Monday. John Carroll needs to be working. Now, John's first show with Ward will be, and and, uh, Stephanie, they're going to have a new one-hour program. Aaron, could you and I do a one-hour show? (laughs) Would that be okay, like from four to five? (laughs) Sign me up. (laughs) Okay. If we could make the same. (laughs) Aaron, I hate to inform you, it's looking like it may go the other direction. Okay, just so you you know.
2: The more time, I I enjoy my time here, so whatever's in the cards, I'm up for.
1: I'm looking for a way to get you more hours, sir, and I may have found it here recently. Nice. Um, Okay, so lots to discuss there, and again, the main news is Araldus Chapman is a Texas Ranger, and... I want to see Aaron. I always like to see like how quickly. Oh, and <laughs> Aaron, all this other stuff happened. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it real quick between shams and Woj, and we can deal with some of this in Campus Confidential, or excuse me, uh, the Dismount. But um, we've had all kinds of news this afternoon, MBA wise. Now, some of these I'm not going to get into, but like. Portland okay, Ramona Shelburne had this from ESPN. Trailblazers in agreement, and I think Shams had it first, actually. You think they care, Aaron, what, who you know what I'm doing <laughs> here in, in central Texas, who I'm giving credit, but I like to give credit where it's due. The Portland Trailblazers in agreement with free agent for Jeremy Grant on a five year <coughs> hundred and sixty million dollar contract. Okay, it's good if you can get it. Now this one, Aaron, makes my heart hurt and makes me sad on two fronts. Um, ESPN's reporting with Malika Andrews that Bruce Brown has agreed on a two year, $45 million deal with the Pacers. Now, Aaron, I like Bruce Brown. I love the Nuggets, but he was also looking at the Mavericks. But he ends up with the Pacers. I mean, would you not rather be with Luka and Kyrie? Come on now. Now, I don't, I mean, I think they could have given him a deal like this. Two years forty-five million dollar deal for Bruce Brown. Congratulations to him. Now, Aaron, this is kind of interesting because his name had been mentioned with the uh, Mavericks. Former Baylor Great. Uh free agent Tarian Prince. And Aaron, I thought we had a like a you know a hyphenated name for him. You remember? Anyway, we'll just call him Tarian Prince. Has agreed Waller, was Waller in there? Has agreed to a one year, $4.5 million deal with the Los Angeles Lakers. His agent, Steve Human, and Richie Betta of CAA Basketball tell ESPN. All right. I'm looking to see if there's anything else, Aaron, I think you would enjoy. Um,
2: I saw Draymond. I mean,
1: Oh, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, yeah, let me get to that. Wait, does Shams have that or something? Because I'm not seeing this on a – oh, there it is, there it is. This is from Mark Spears had this, and I'm sure Shams did too. Um, Draymond Green has agreed to a four-year – Aaron, there was no way he was going to play for somebody else, right? I mean, it was funny that we no. even thought about it. Four-year – Hundred million dollar contract with a player option in the final season to resign resign with the Golden State Warriors in the first day of free agency. Aaron, we don't know like if time has passed them by. Steph's still great. Clay had a little bit of an off season. You know, Draymond does what he does, but Draymond is a good defender, cannot shoot, good passer, and he probably he'll rebound, he'll get in there and rebound. But Aaron, this is a not a skilled player I mean he's a skilled in some sense, but he can't shoot right remember he used to be a three-point shooter and could score He can't he's not an offensive player at all unless it's offensive rebounding. Aaron, that's four years 100 million dollars mainly just because he's a he's their guy man he's kind of their enforcer. And, and, and mainly because you can't imagine the Warriors without Draymond Green. There's some players who just kind of, I, I don't know, man. They just, it doesn't even matter. Uh, and the other thing I thought was kind of funny, interesting, is that um, the Nets traded Joe Harris, pretty good shooter, to the Pistons for two future second-round picks. He's not a bad player. Um, all right. It is the Matt Mosley Show. It's a holiday weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun over the next few days. And we have to say goodnight in the dismount. We'll do that next.
4: Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com.
0: Cars priced right both day and night.
3: Average car in Texas.
0: Trucks built for you.
3: Your
0: car in Texas. Cars that zoom with lots of room.
3: Have your Car in
0: Texas. Count on us, a dealer to trust.
3: Have your Car in Waco, Texas. What
9: do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Caleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than
10: 25 years.
7: Clayo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC.
4: Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntechsportsfan.com
5: La Fiesta restaurant and cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Delicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up, or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue. Avenue in Waco, La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient.
0: Jesse Britz Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Brits Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention
4: this ad. Jesse Brits Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, Aaron. We do have more breaking
1: news. Let, let's hit the sounder. This is a big one. Um, and let's make sure this is the real shams. Yeah, 2.1 million. Um, free agent Kyrie Irving has agreed to a three-year, $126 million contract to return to the Dallas Mavericks with a player option in the third season. Okay. Okay. Well, he can opt out whatever he wants to do. But um, the next two years at least. So, Aaron, what this tells me is they can figure it out with Luka and Kyrie or they can get ready at some point to lose Luca, and they have to make this work. Kyrie and Luca. I mean, I, I'm, I, I, it. I don't know who else they would have and could put around Luca, had Kyrie somehow left. But we knew this was going to happen. Now let's see where. Let's see where the great Woj is on this, by the way. Let's see if Woj is right here. Um, I like to kind of see Aaron. By the way, ESPN, you guys might have noticed today, is laying off a lot of great folks. Susie Colbert. I mean, it it just, uh, uh, I really like Lafonso Ellis from basketball on their uh, college game day show. I liked all that stuff. I mean, you know, so it's – this is tough, man. Uh, I mean, Steve Young, we're talking some big, big big-time people uh, that are no longer part of uh, ESPN. But Kyrie Irving is now – and then two minutes ago, uh, Tim McMahon did confirm that Kyrie Irving has agreed to a three-year deal to return to the Dallas Mavericks. All right, everybody, have a um, wonderful evening, and we look forward to visiting with you soon, perhaps as early as Monday on the holiday. Everybody have a great one. We'll talk to you on Monday. Bye-bye.
4: This is the Modern Media Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 Athletics. Here now is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris.
8: Everybody, start for a check of Big 12 Athletics on today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, part of a recent conversation with Greg Tepper, the managing editor for Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Sonny Dykes on the cover. We'll visit with Greg coming up on today's Modern Media Big 12, buds. Hi, this is John Morris for Green Eye Associates. Let Green Eye Associates, Drs. Leanne Green and Avery Platt, help you see Waco clearly. Their experienced team enjoys making your eye exam fun, easy, and accurate, providing trustworthy and honest communication about your eyes and eyewear. Visit them on Lake Care Drive or at GreenEyeAssociates.com to see their services and a wide selection of eyewear made on-site by experts. Green Eye Associates, official optometrist of Baylor Athletics. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club.